Good morning, everybody. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. Uh, this is uh, time to open the doors of the locker room. And we decided to uh, to to go with the um, uh, the sticks uh, renegade because uh, uh, and the reason there for is because the it was a home game, right? Uh, like in uh, uh, it was it was almost a home game uh, in in uh, Los Angeles yesterday. And, no question about yeah. it, Jaluch. Here's the thing about it. Yeah. This was – right now we're just having a few technical yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, that's right. Now yeah. you're all good. Yeah, okay, no. so here's the point. They rickrolled them, as they call it, rickrolling. What's, what's rickroll? I like never understood that. it's an introduction that. to yeah. a song, okay? Uh, uh-huh. And then it went to Rick Astley's song – what was it called? Uh, Never Gonna Give You Up. Yeah. Okay, so the problem is they started off with Renegade. Seven minutes left in the – thing went out again. Yeah. Okay, now uh, you're back. Yeah. What What are you pressing over there? I'm you're not pressing, pressing anything. You're pressing buttons, Drew. No, I'm the the uh, uh, input jack. Uh, sometimes you have to push it to the right so you can hear yourself, okay. or you can hear yeah. Or, or well, sometimes I press that blue. But see the blue button there, it just really can't. It's I know because like yeah, it's on. It's on. What are yeah. you going to do? You got to press the thing. Yeah, but it says press me. All right. So Rick Roll, right. I don't understand the Rick that. Rick Roll was seven minutes. Let's see. You got a seven minutes left in the fourth quarter, so they started to play Renegade, right? Yeah. So then after the crowd just starts to respond, and they come up, and they were roaring. Then it goes into Rick Astley, whoever Rick Astley is. I don't know. Uh, and it's never going to give you up. Yeah. Now, the Chargers had just scored a touchdown to close to within 24 to 10. Right? Yeah. So the problem with that is, you know, uh, that's when you would play Renegade. Right. You know, you need a big defensive stand. So they kind of had this entire Steelers stadium rocking. Because right. believe you me, there were more terrible towels there yeah. than, than blue uh, powder blue. There were no, powder blue LA jerseys. Chargers fans. Yeah, yeah. Powder blue jerseys. There were more terrible towels oh, than jerseys. Exactly. So all the players for the Chargers afterwards were really upset. Yeah, yeah. So the Steelers went on the West Coast. 24 to 17, Steelers Nation took over that soccer stadium. You, you, you know, that's where uh, Bendit like Beckham. Yeah. You know, Beckham, the uh, English guy. Bendit like Beckham? Yeah, there was a movie, Bendit like Beckham. Is that, was it, it was about it, you know, in that stadium? Yeah. Well, he played I for the it was, LA Galaxy. I, I, I thought, oh, okay, okay. I the thought, Galaxy play there. Yeah. You know, oh. that's their big soccer team. Oh. I thought when Bendit uh, like Beckham was in London. Well, I don't know whether it covered some of his yeah, London community, yeah, but yeah. you know when uh, Beckham came over and became yeah, a big, uh, major I, I, league can stock, I, I can understand it. I can understand it. And so one of the things it was just like a home game out west, and that was uh, uh, Devlin Hodges talking about the 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 mood of the game, and you know we got there early, four hours before game time, and the Steeler fans were already there. Oh, yeah, they were already in full force. Waving their terrible towels. Those guys are in good shape. They wave their terrible towels. How about Michelle and Whitney there? Yeah, yeah. They're great. They traveled to all the away yeah, games. Yeah, it's they go to, to all the games. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, and so and it, it was uh, it was it was fun. It was great. Um, but the San Diego Chargers. Now, Jake, do you have a couple of the quotes? Uh, 
All right, read, read them to us because the San Diego or the L.A. Chargers. I can't help but say in San Diego. It's San Diego to us. They yeah. should be in San Diego yeah, they for should the be. crying out loud. And you know what? What? Why would they? Why would they leave Jack Murphy Stadium, which was a nice stadium, right. and go to a soccer stadium that holds twenty three thousand fans? Why would you do that? Well, I can only say that the complex that we saw on the way from the hotel to the stadium, right. That thing was huge. Yeah. That thing was massive. And, and But do you think they're going to be more Charger fans in L.A. than Rams fans? No, no. no. And there's not even that many Rams fans. You know, remember, that's why, why the, they, Salo- the hello, Rams, they L.A. Rams, LA for a reason. They, they moved to St. Louis <laughs> because they because they weren't drawn. And then uh, the Raiders, which moved from Oakland because uh, Al Davis didn't get the deal he wanted, uh, they moved back. Absolutely. Why? Because they weren't drawn. You betcha. All right, let's go to uh, uh, Jake, uh, who's working the board for us. Jake, w- w- give us the quotes. So Melvin Gordon said it was crazy to hear the Renegade song come on. <laughs> he said they started playing their theme music. I don't know what they were doing. That little soundtrack, what they do on their home games. I don't know why we played that. He said, I don't know what that was. Don't do that at our own stadium. And it already felt like it was theirs. I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what, Melvin Gordon? Wait, well, see, we got to have a news flash, Jake. You got to You got to find one of those news flashes. You come in like, uh, what, what was that TV show that uh, Inside Edition? Yeah, Wong, and then yeah. you know, then you have the dramatic reading. So, so Melvin Gordon had eight carries for eighteen yards, a two point three average. Now, did he look like he held out? He looked like he was still holding out. He still looked like he <laughs> you was know what? holding. He looked like he was holding back. Yeah, yeah. I, I think what uh, you know. I, I think the Steelers' defense played great mm. to bottle him up, and they bottled uh, Austin Eckler up five carries for fourteen yards. They only gave up thirty-two yards rushing. Only thirty-two yards that was rushing. Remarkable. Yeah, that that was. Remarkable. I knew this offensive line, yeah. San Diego, uh, yeah. L.A. For crying out loud, yeah, yeah, San Diego. Yeah, who goes just? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Line. Um, the Chargers' offensive line was going to be weakened because yeah. you lose the best one, Mike Pouncey. Yeah. Then they make two moves. And to Russell cover Okong one. lost, too. Russ, I keep forgetting yeah, about yeah, yeah. He the, had, the uh, Okong. Pulmonary embolism. Right. Yeah. And at one point, How Russell Okong. How do you like the, the, the medical term, very good. terminology? Yeah. I like it. That, you know, that, that was pretty sharp. But, I, you know, I think of Russell Okong as Russell King Kong because at one point he played yeah. like that. I mean, he, he, was, was, he was good. He was very good. He was a good player. But uh, you lose him, then you you know, you know lose Mike Pouncey, then you get the shuffle where yeah. they're moving guys. Feeney moves to, to center, center and he's a guard. Right. And then Forrest, Forrest Lamp. Lamp. We, I never called him Forrest Gump. No, you didn't. No. You didn't. I was really – I was excited here. I would have bet – actually, I would have bet a sushi dinner that yeah. you were going to call him yeah. Forrest, I, 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 Forrest I, Gump. I had point. to go, Forrest – Lamp. <laughs> All right, Jake. What up? What, what do you got? What do you got for us? Another uh, quote. So I have another. I think it's a. Can't uh, hear you, buddy. We can't hear you. We can't hear you. We can't hear you. Guy. We can't hear you. Used to not okay. having. Okay. We can't hear you. Yeah. Can you hear me? Uh, no. We can't hear you. Yeah. Can't hear me. Uh, all right. Really? Uh, so we've got technical difficulty. Yeah. No, now we can hear you. Now. So Forrest Lamp said, we're used to not having any fans here. It does suck, though, <laughs> when they're playing their music in the fourth quarter. We're the ones at home. I don't know why. Who's in charge of that? But they should probably be fired. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know who Alex Spanos is in charge of that? Because Alex Spanos, the owner of the Chargers, moved them to L.A. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, 
Seriously. Right. Well, what, what are you going to do? Uh, you know, I, I, you talked. I talked to Ken Wizenhunt, who was their offensive yeah, coordinator. Wizard. Yeah, Wizard's a great I guy. I didn't see him. Yeah, and then John Johnny Lott, uh, who played with right. us in '87 uh, on He's the Steelers' offensive line. He's coach. a and then George Stewart. I miss uh, Big Stu too. Yeah, yeah, Stu. I missed everybody. Yeah, jo- George Stewart. Well, he was. He is the last in the coaching tree of uh, of Chuck Knoll that is. Coaching full time now. Tom Moore is kind of coaching. He's still. He's still. You know. He was he retired. Like full time now. Though. Yeah. That, you yeah. see him on the bench. Yeah. The other right. Day. Okay. Well, so Tom Moore retired, but then B. A. Bruce Arians got him out, him out of retired. Yeah. And um, you know, I remember way back when yeah. I was in Minnesota. Yeah. And Tom Moore Minnesota. was in Minnesota. Minnesota. Eh. You know, had a little cheese. You know, put another log in the Yeah, fire. you were so sorry that you were so mad that driving through Wisconsin, there were no donut shops. Oh, it was horrible. And all, 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 there, all there was were uh, cheese shops. There was. It was just cheese. Crackers and cheese. And curds. Cheese, cheese curds. That's all. I you love know, cheese curds. I love cheese curds, too. Yeah, cheese oh, curds are man. wow. You know, up by by uh, my mom, by, by Hoopy. Right, we had Cuba, some cheese. That, yeah. that was the first time I ever tasted cheese oh. curds. They're fabulous. Because I yeah, and then we, the cheese at, your, at your mom's house. Oh, uh, I know. Yeah, it's down in right down in Cuba, New York. Cuba, New York. Cuba. That's it. they got the cheese house down there, uh-huh. and that thing is just it's it's fabulous. So yeah. anyhow, driving up to Wisconsin, going to training camp. Yeah, just want a dead gum donut. Yeah, let me have a donut, please. And all you got are these brats and cheese. Cheese houses. I would have gone for that. Well, I normally I would have, but you know, I mean, you you want a donut when you're driving. So Wolf calls me up. Uh, I'm in camp. Yeah, he calls me in camp, and on his way to camp, I was all no, no. He was he, he was on his way to camp. I was on my way to camp, and he goes. Are there any donut shops in Wisconsin? <laughs> you know, you used to go camping in Wisconsin. I go. I said, well, I don't remember. <laughs> I, I, I go, I said, there's a lot of cheese shops. A lot of cheese shops. He goes, I don't want cheese. <laughs> Who I wants don't want, cheese? I don't want a bratwurst. I want a donut. And, Man. Yeah. It's yeah. all you can Yeah, help, that's you know? right. So yeah. Donuts make a trip go better. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Because especially you don't get powder because then yeah. you get it all over yourself. That's right. They, but, you know, you get some of those nice big, uh, like the, 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 you know, the, what do you call them? The bear claws? Yeah. Oh, I love those. I don't like bear claws. I, I like them. chocolate donuts. Double chocolate. Chocolate, good, yeah, but chocolate icing and chocolate cake donuts. Uh, those are the best kind. Mm, All right, we got to take a break. When we get back, we're gonna uh, uh, we're gonna talk about the Steelers' victory uh, through the course of the day. We're gonna hand out game balls, uh, and uh, uh, one of the things I think I'm gonna hand a game ball out to. The Steeler fans who took over. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was yeah, phenomenal. They were fabulous. Yeah, they were they fabulous. Were phenomenal. Yeah, they were loud all game. All long. right, we're gonna take a break. And uh, thanks, Jake, for those quotes from uh, the Chargers. Maybe we'll have a little more. Have a couple more. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room. We'll be back right after this. All right, we are back with Hang On Sloopy, and that's what the Steelers are doing. They're hanging on. And, Could uh, you hear the the song though, the lyrics? Yeah, they, 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 it, it, way it, in the background. Yeah, they, it, there was an instrumental. <laughs> yeah, it was an instrumental. These guys were well, singing. You could hear them singing a little bit in the background. Yeah, 
You know? All right, we are back, and we've got our special guest and good buddy uh, uh, from Dormont, uh, Bruce Gradkowski, former Steeler quarterback. And Bruce, uh, welcome to the show, brother. How you doing? Bruce, are you on? You got the wrong way. The the, the arrow's pointing. Oh, the, there, there we go. go. All right, Bruce, welcome yeah. to the lo- locker room, buddy. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good, guys. I, I just laugh because you two live the life. You know, I, I wish I was there with you every day because it sure sounds like you guys have a lot of fun. Well, you can come anytime, <laughs> Bruce. You know, we, we when you when you got hurt a couple years ago, you were coming on with us once a week. I mean, you could come on any any time if you move back to to the Berg. Uh, you're welcome on our show any day. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. You know, my mom my mom would love to hear that one. Yeah. I know you're an advocate for her, so Yeah, yeah. I you know what? It one of the greatest blessings is having your kids and your grandkids in town. Uh, you know, that's that is a great blessing. No and, doubt and, about and it. so I I know I, I know Bruce Senior who whenever I'm in Dormont he goes, What you doing in Dormont, Tunch? And I go, What do I need my passport? <laughs> Right. Dormont is another world. Your, your dad's, you a, your parents are great, man. I, I love your dad. He's such a great guy, and uh, you know I've known him for forty years, more than 44, 42 years, I think. You know when he, when he, and uh, and your uncle Mark were recruited, and your dad stayed. Your dad didn't come because your grandpa was sick. Was that was that was the reason? Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, because uh, I, I don't know if the listeners know, you played football with my uncle yeah. uh, at Indiana State. So my dad got recruited there as well. But my dad was a year older than my Uncle Mark. Uh-huh. So he went to prep school for a year, and then Indiana State offered both of them at the same time. But right. at that time, my dad's dad was sick. My dad met, you know, my mom in high school. And my dad at the time, too, was working for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. And back then, when you get a job in the union, it's a good gig. Right. Uh, so he, he told my Uncle Mark, look, you go to school. I'll, take, I'll stay home and take care of the fam uh, and get it done. And, you know, and that's just how my dad is, though. He's such a selfless guy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If he has a dollar in his, his pocket, it's going to someone else. Right. Um, you know, and it, it just, to me, as I get older, too, and now we have kids, you really appreciate those things because you right. look back and you see the sacrifices, you know, my parents made for us, for, you know, myself, my brother, sisters, uh, to have a better life and to be stable. So, and it's tough, man, cause I'm going through those decisions now with three little ones right? and, and always trying to think, okay, I know what I want to do, but what's the best for our family. Uh, so you really appreciate that, but no, I was come home, come home, Brucey. <laughs> now I got to ask you something. Your uncle Mark, he was an offensive lineman, yeah, right? He played, he played left guard right next to me. If if his yeah. dad would have come, I would have been in the middle of two Gradkowskis. All right, All right. then. So then your dad's a, a hog too. How did you turn out to be a prima donna quarterback? How'd that happen? Hey, you're right. I, I think. Look, I, you can't have it all, Wolf, right? So I, I got <laughs> Great answer. My, 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 my brother got the size, and uh, my dad and brother eating all the food growing up, so I guess I had to just be quick with it and be agile. And uh, But I don't know. You know, I got my mom's determination. You know, she's a, she's a go-getter. 
Uh, the feisty little, the little one. But, um, but it's funny because my dad's a big dude, and you're right. Like yeah. you know, uh, and my brother as well. Yeah, I would have. I would have. You know, if your dad would have come, he would have probably been playing right guard, and your uncle Ziggy would be playing left guard. And I'd be playing center, right in the middle of them. Uh, that was, you know, it was. Uh, you know what's funny? You know what's funny too is my dad. He can naturally throw a football pretty well. Uh huh. You think about it, he was telling me a story when he was in high school. He he used to play quarterback, but then he was so big, you know, they put him on offensive line. Well, nowadays, you guys know how it is. Look at these quarterbacks. Yeah. They're huge. Yeah. So, uh, you know, maybe he should have stuck with playing a QB position. <laughs> <He would've been> <laughs> <laughs> so, Brucey, um, tell me, what you what you think of uh, uh, Devlin Hodges and his first start? And uh, uh, as, uh, you know, you've been in that position and what what's that what's that like what's going through your head well i was just so happy for him because being in that position before the the main thing you care about is just coming out of of the game with a win and for him to step in being you know the third fourth guy in camp um and getting an opportunity and then to walk off the field sunday night and be a be the winner of that it was just I was just so happy for him because just seeing his his path so far undrafted just getting an opportunity and that's what I've just pride myself on in my career is all you want is an opportunity right he got that I thought he was making good decision decisions quick decisions getting his check downs I think he he just he's a, a football player I think he understands the game I think he just he's naturally uh accurate and there's some guys that, that wake up out of bed and that could just hit an open pass or hit a receiver. I feel like he's like that. You know, it, it, of course he works at it, but I just feel like he's natural at it. He has the confidence. And I think that rubbed off like on the offense, knowing, look, we're going to be okay. I mean, this guy gives us a chance. Um, but then you've got to look at the whole team. It, it was great to see a whole uh, really good game of, you know, four-quarter football by the Steelers in general to pull off a great win. I just think, and it you know, a lot of compliments go to Mike Tomlin because I feel like those are his teams. Yeah. You know, teams that are battle-tested, mm. are mentally, mm-hmm. you know, uh, strong enough to fight through these times. I Look, when I first signed with the Steelers in, in 2013, we started the season 0-4 and after losing all our preseason games as well. So, he never flinched, never changed, and that rubs off on the team. And that year we finished 8-8, eight eight, we were a field goal away from going to the playoffs if Kansas City makes it. Right. I, I just – Suck so up. Like suck up did not – Suck up did not make the field goal. I remember no, I was watching because no, no. I was watching that, and if if he missed – me and Gilly were going to Sedona hiking. Mm-hmm. If if he made it, uh, I was gonna, be, you know, I wasn't the 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 hike trip would have would have been canceled. So I was happy regardless. <laughs> Let me ask you something, Bruce. Put yourself in in the mindset of Devlin Hodges. Here you are. You didn't even make the fifty three coming out of camp. Then all of a sudden you get picked up on the practice squad. Then all of a sudden you're elevated to backup status. Then all of a sudden you are starting on Sunday night football in a game that is so critical to the Steelers because they're sitting at one and four, and you've got to come up with the ability to lead this team and and not be overwhelmed by the moment. I mean, that's that's an awful right. lot coming from a kid 
from Samford, you know, playing in a small school like that. Um, and I'm, I'm sure he felt very comfortable in the confines of that stadium out there because it was all rabid Steelers fans and a third of what a, a normal stadium is. So put us in the mindset of what is he facing as he, he comes into this game. Well, absolutely, and Sunday night football. So not only are you starting, it's Sunday night football. It's nationally televised. Right. You know, you're doing all the interviews, you know, beforehand. I remember as a rookie, I hated when they started interviewing me after we won a few games because <laughs> it was like, look, I haven't done anything yet. Let me just – I don't I don't want the attention. Let me just work. And you right. know, that's the NFL. That's what makes our game great is the media and all that. Um, but I feel like for, for Hodges – Going into this game, too, he had to understand, look, there's not a lot of pressure on me because I'm not supposed to be here. I wasn't given an opportunity through the draft. This isn't supposed to happen. And you know what? I'm going to take full advantage of it. And those situations fire me up because any time in my career when I got those opportunities and, you know, your back's against the wall or you have that chip on your shoulder, you know, those are the times you shine, and, and you, you saw for, from Devlin Hodges. I think he stayed, stayed calm, and you also have to understand, too, look, you're not going to be the only one to win the game, and that will, that's what was cool for me to see is it all worked out together. Guys were making plays defensively, getting turnovers, defensive scores, you know, Connor playing well. Like, you know, it's just a full-team game, and I was happy to see the support Hodges had because he wasn't going to be able to do it by himself. We never are. No quarterback ever can right. win by yourself. So it was a great one. I was happy for the Steelers. And I'm look, I'm encouraged looking at their schedule, their schedule moving forward after this bye. I mean, you got to look at the Ravens play Seattle and the Patriots next. Right. And the Steelers have the Dolphins next. So you could get on a, you know, a couple game winning streak as hopefully your division, they drop a few and you could be sitting pretty good, um, you know, after you play the Dolphins. Bruce, I got to ask you one more thing, too, because here, here's the deal. Again, all that pressure building up and playing on a Sunday night with Sunday night nationally televised game. And you're there, and one of the things that happens is third and goal and the always reliable Marquise Pouncey goes bowling for dollars on a snap, right? And you've got <laughs> – I mean, you, you know how it is. You're in a shotgun, and that ball is bouncing – you can hear the thundering herd of the pass rush probably closing in. I would imagine. You could probably Absolutely. imagine everybody gasping as this ball is bouncing around. And it's, as Tunch always says, it's not a round ball. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't know how that thing's right. going to bounce. He picks it up, and your first thought is, is he going to try to make something out of this play, or is he going to, is he going to simply just, you know, uh, you know, come back to fight another day? He doesn't fall on it, you know, where you take a big loss. He doesn't try to salvage the play. He simply throws it out of bounds. And to me, when Mike Tomlin talks about this kid's got moxie, that was moxie on display. Absolutely. And if you remember that play, as he was chasing the ball after it went through his legs, he gave a little peek behind his left shoulder just to see, okay, are dudes really right down my neck or do I have time to try to scoop it? He understood the situation. He understood the timing he had. He was able to scoop it, and he made the best decision possible to scoop it, throw the ball away. Um, but you said a lot, of, a lot of guys don't have that. They, their instincts go to, oh, just fall on it. Oh, my gosh, just get the ball. Right, so he, panic. He, he thought – 
I would have panicked. Bruce, I was a freshman at Syracuse University. The first game I started, I dove on a fumble, and I squirted out from underneath me. I just totally panicked. <laughs> you, you would have jumped on that football like it was a large pepperoni pizza. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's how quick you would have hopped on it. <laughs> from, from Fiori's. Oh, Exactly. No, I'm sorry, Caliente, baby. No, yeah, yeah, he, he's 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 the sponsor in Caliente. I love it. Yep. But Fiori, he hasn't had a Fiori's pizza. Oh, I've had Fiori's. Yeah, yeah. All Trust right. me, I am a Caliente guy. All right. Uh, so, Brucey, one um, one of one of the things uh, um, that uh, uh, you've done a great job in in your playing game, and now you're broadcasting. Um, I know you played a lot of teams, and you had a lot, and you've uh, played with a lot of quarterback coaches. Who, which quarterback coach gave you the most insight into the game? Yeah, I think, you know, I learned a ton getting drafted by John Gruden in Tampa Bay. Right. You know, I, I learned a lot of good football. And the QB coach there at the time was Paul Hackett. So that was my first couple years in the league. So I really was blessed to learn the game mm. the right way, timing, footwork, anticipation, you know, route concepts, all that. I mean, that was – you know, West Coast system, that was Joe Montana type stuff, Bill Walsh. That was the tree I was under with John Gruden, Paul Hackett, and those guys. And I, and I loved learning there. Um, and then every step of the way, though, I, I got to learn a lot of everything. I mean, I was in an offense with the Rams. Scott Linehan was the head coach. So now I'm learning a number system. Wow. You know, and, and then, um, you know, with uh, back with the, you know, with the Cleveland Browns and Chudzinski, in his system, which was kind of a hybrid. Yeah, Chud's a good I'm, guy too. Yeah, no, and then I'm then I'm out with the Raiders back to West Coast, then Cincinnati, West Coast, and then Pittsburgh. And I think the one thing I loved about Pittsburgh, and I learned a lot, was at the end of the day, it's it's not just about X's and O's. It's how do you get the most out of your players, but how do you how do you communicate? How do you get through to them uh, that they could understand and, and be able to grasp it? Um, and that's what I learned from Randy. I think Randy does a really good job of, you know, supporting his quarterbacks and um, giving them what they need to be prepared and feel prepared without overdoing it. And a lot of times, too, you see teams that it's over, you know, it's, you know, sometimes you can over prepare, you know, and it's, it, it's overwhelming at times. And that's why I feel like, you know, for Duck Dynasty coming in playing well. I feel like he couldn't have had a better situation with Randy, uh, keep him, keeping him calm. You know, Bruce. One of the I heard a great quote. You know, and, and you know, I know Grudes from when I was in Green Bay my last year, and uh, uh, I mean, he was. I, I thought he was a grand assistant because uh, he's he's so. <laughs> he he, like he was like sixteen. Yeah, I thought he was sixteen. I go, whose son is that? Uh, yeah. But you know, uh, I got to be good buddies with him. He loved the veteran guys, you know. And I was in my fourteenth year. I was thirty six, and you know, he he just loved uh, you know the guys that we that Holmgren brought in. You know, Billy Moss, myself, uh, and uh, um, but anyways, uh, I heard a quote. I think it was by Chris Sims, uh, and he said, uh, "John Gruden doesn't like to marry quarterbacks; he only dates." What, yeah. what do you What do you make of that? So, so that I think that was actually Jeff Garcia. That, oh, that Jeff is. Garcia, yeah, okay. Um, well, it is. No, it's the truth. I mean, 
And I, I think with the NFL, it's tough, too, because you know how you guys know how it is. It stands for not for long, especially yeah. nowadays. And I, I feel like coaches are always looking for the next guy, the next mm. star quarterback, yep. receiver, lineman. It doesn't matter running back uh, because this, this, this game's going to continue to go on. And as players, we're just a product, right? I mean, we're going to come and go. It's a revolving door. There's going to be new players in, new players out every year. Um, and that's what's tough about it. But I think also you have to understand as a player, w- when you have the opportunity and you're on the field, no one can take that away from you. I mean, you're on the field. Right. This is your time. And, of course, you need things to work out around you. But I think the preparation you put in and, and you know, how hard you work transitions and it translates out there. So, you know, John Gruden was like that. I mean, when I – I started 11 games as a rookie when Chris Sims ruptured his spleen. Going into my second year, they bring in Jeff Garcia. So Jeff Garcia, myself, Chris Sims, Luke McCown. And then going into my third year, and I backed up Jeff Garcia my second year. Going into my third year, it was uh, Jeff Garcia, Luke McCown, myself, Brian Greasy, uh, and then they drafted Josh Johnson. And um, there's someone else I'm missing. There were six guys on the roster wow. at the time. <laughs> so, you know, for guys like a Jeff Garcia seeing, you know, Gruden bringing Brian Greasy, you're thinking, well, I'm the veteran. Why are you bringing another veteran that was just your starter a few years ago? So it's very, it's, you know, it's a very tough situation of how to deal with the quarterback position. How do you instill confidence in, in them? with also making them compete for the job. Because I'll tell you what, you, you know, the quarterback play, you got to play with confidence. I, I I was in, you know, many different spots in my career where I was playing with a lot of confidence, and there's other times my confidence was down. And you right. could see that on the way I played. But, man, when you have that confidence rolling, you have coaches that you feel like believe in you and aren't, aren't always looking, you know, over your shoulder as the next guy. That makes you know a, a difference. difference. So, yeah, yeah. Bruce, let me ask you one thing. One thing I wanted to out of that: the importance of because you talk about Gruden. Gruden was a fiery guy, and he's gonna he's gonna yeah. eviscerate you with some language at times, and he's gonna face melt you. He's gonna be tough on you. We had a similar guy, Raleigh Dodge, Tunch and I, we came to the league. Very tough yeah. our first years. How important is that as compared treated to us, treated us right, yeah, like we, the we, bottom. We were the bottom feeders. Yeah, yeah. You know, but that makes you tough and prepares you for later on as you grow to be a veteran. How important do you think that is today and how lacking is it amongst a lot of the let's say quarterback coaches of today? Yeah, no, that's a great question and a great point because it made me better as a football player. And I think also it was my upbringing. I, I mean, my dad wasn't always the easiest on me. You know, he de- he demanded a lot of things. Right. When John Gruden was that way. I, You know, I responded. I liked that. I like being coached and pushed. Um, and then there's, there's a fine line, though, of, you know, push, but also, look, I'm pushing you because I want you to succeed. You have to get this done. And with John Gruden, I learned such a, a sense of urgency on how to play the quarterback position. And that's where I learned the most about how to play that position, how it should be played, how to command the offense, how to control, you know, the shifts, the motions, the, the play clock, timeouts, like all that. And I think you guys bring up a good point that nowadays, 
it's tough, man. We we live in a different age. You know, even trying to raise our kids and also seeing that we have three kids, you can't treat them all the same. Right. They all, each one has different personalities. You know, if I yell at Lily the same way I yell at Roman, Lily <laughs> might be a little more sensitive, you know? For, in, our house, yep. in, in our house, it's probably Roman's a little more sensitive. But <laughs> right. But so I think, you know, I think just playing the quarterback position and seeing it nowadays is you have to know how to relate to players. If players don't think that you have their back or you want what's best for them, they're, they're going to tune you out, you know, and it's it's a very tough situation. So I think coaches, that's why you see a Sean McVay having all the success. Yes, he's a, a brilliant offensive mind, but he knows how to relate not only to his players, but his coaching staff. You know, McVay interviewed me back in March for his assistant quarterback job, and we hit it off, but everyone you talk to out there is like, it's amazing working for this guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I think Tomlin has – some of that in him, like guys love working for Tomlin players and coaches. So, you know, it's a very fine line. And then you have the old school guys like a Doug Marone. Um, and yeah, I don't, you know, a Tom Coughlin, you don't, I don't feel like you see those as much anymore, but it's, it's all about how you relate to the players, the bill Belichick, you know, I think his players do understand that. Look, Bill's trying to get us prepared. He's going to have us prepared. It might be a hard week of practice. He's going to be demanding on us. But, man, we're going to be prepared, and we're going to be ready to win. Phil Sims once said to me, he goes, if these guys were coached, if these guys were coached the way we were coached, they would cry. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, look, from when you guys played to when I played till now, it it changed a lot. I mean, think of the <laughs> boy I, has I, it I ever. I agree with uh, uh, Phil Sims there. Uh, all right, thanks, Bruce. Appreciate uh, as, you, uh, 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 Great insight. Always, uh, uh, always a blessing to have you on, man. Uh, have a, uh, a great day, and then think about moving back to Pittsburgh. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Have a good bye week. All right. Sounds good. All right. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more stuff. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and you are in the locker room. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. All right. We're back. He's Wolf. I'm touching in the locker room. Uh, you know, you know. It was interesting that Bruce brought up several things about Mike Tomlin, and one of the things is that he doesn't make excuses. He does. You know, he he is. Uh, uh, you know, everyone thinks that he. He's, uh, you know, as they perceive him from afar, that he doesn't have discipline. But this guy has. He disciplines his team. I oh, mean, and and uh, uh, he is constantly coaching them up uh, during practice, and he always says the standard is the standard, and the Steelers are all about that. Uh, you know, and Sunday night was a great example. Uh, you know, the Steelers are now two and four. They could be four and one. Four points is the most that they have lost by, except for New England. Right. Uh, but you know. And uh, uh, and the running game finally 
came alive. It did indeed, Chavuch. Yeah. You know, you're exactly right. Think about it. Three of the four losses were right. by a total of nine points. Right. That's that's a minimum, right? right? Yeah. So you get on a little bit of a roll here, possibly. Right. And and the the good thing about it was, again, I really thought so much of of Duck coming in and being able to hold right. this down yeah. was that gives Mason three weeks of not being hit. Right. All right. So that's pretty good. That yeah. calms down all the stuff going on in your noggin and yeah. so forth. Right. And then now you got the opportunity to start a run. All right. And uh, the fact that he was able, and one of the beautiful things I thought about Duck, okay, he threw the interception. Yeah. That wasn't it wasn't a great throw. Yeah. Okay. Underneath, there was a check down wide open. I think you said Juju was wide open, too, somewhere down the field. You know, on the first play, it was funny because I said, um, hey, these guys have nose trouble. They bite on double moves. Right. And and Juju ran it out and up, and Mike Davis jumped on the move. And, right. and Juju but I'm was, talking yeah. about the interception. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. So the point, the point was – he made a mistake, but that's one of those educational type things. Yeah, right. Right. If you can learn a lesson without c- losing the game, right, then you've gained more than just a win. You've gained the game brains. Yeah, that's a reference point for you. You understand. I got to be, be more careful in my selection. Uh, you know where I'm throwing, when I'm throwing, and that sort of thing. So I thought that was significant because that's part of the education of a young man. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, so the the l- 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 let's uh, look into the pe- into the future. Uh, how important? You almost pulled the Back to the Future thing. There. Yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah, I was going to say past, <laughs> but then I thought future. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm so confused. Okay. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Yes. How important is it? To go into the bye with a win, oh. and to be two and four now. The difference between two and four and one and five is is ginormous. It's I think at one and five you're almost like you you don't do it, but you're almost like going we're we're done. Yeah, I mean we're done. We're, there's right. no, there's no chance now. You have chance. Hope right. is alive. Right. You've got the 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 opportunity here to have a week and get out of town at the end of the week. Right. Right. Um, there is much joy in Mudville, and you need some because right. think about this: you've gone through just a ton of injuries. You got Ben Roth, uh, Roethlisberger's done for a year. You got Sean Davis is on the IR, right? You got James Washington having missed games. You got Jalen Samuels having missed games because of injuries. Joe Hayden gets a groin, right? Steve Nelson has got himself some and, sort of. And Stephon Tuitt's done. Right. Stephon Tuitt is done. You got Mark Barron's got a hammy, and you got uh, he was on my list. I just didn't get down to it yeah, enough. Yeah, okay? well, you you give me a chance you should have gone with, you should trying hey you should have gone with the most important at the well, top okay you know? i should have but you know the point is this is you know it's just the way it is yeah, yeah. all right he's he's t so Do you're it. mad at me now well i'm just saying you know i'm just trying to get out <laughs> and tj watt he's got himself an oblique an oblique what's an oblique you know, you know we don't have obliques <laughs> We have, well, we no, have, you have an oblique now. No, you, you've whittled down enough. I've got love handles, not <laughs> obliques. <laughs> just that's just fat. Man. Yeah, that's that's, that's fat. all I got. Yeah, I got yeah, fat yeah, handles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, um, it is so important. But the point is, yeah, go ahead. All go those ahead. injuries. Point. Yeah. Just f- <laughs> What's the point? The point. <laughs> It's, you know, it's unfair. You distract me. I get on a roll. You know, the Germans are bombing Pearl Harbor, right? We're on a roll. Yeah. 
And then I can't. I, I lose track of where I'm going. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I, the point I'm sorry. is, oh, the week the week off is huge because yeah. these guys got to get healthy. Yeah. Um. And after all those injuries, that's kind of like a, a waves coming out. You're going. You're two and four. You got Miami. You're looking at okay, right. good. And then we'll take it from there. Yeah. You know, uh, I agree with you. Uh, um. The it is so important to go into the bye weekend. Because to rest your brain, because you know there's pressure, yes. uh, and and to go into this bye weekend with a win and being two and four, and you know that uh, uh, Cleveland's two and four, you know that uh, uh, Cincinnati's zero and six, and Baltimore's four and two, and uh, you you I, I'm I'm just looking at the schedule. So you got uh, you have on Monday night after the bye week the Miami Dolphins at home, then. You have the Indianapolis Colts at home, and then you have the L.A. Rams at home. So you have three home games, and and the Rams are playing very inconsistent now. The Colts uh, are with are without Andrew Luck, right? Uh, and uh, the Dolphins are the Dolphins, right? So although Jacoby Brissett, yeah, <laughs> close is looking pretty good. Yeah, yeah, no, he he is. Um, but it's going to be here. Yeah. And so you can get on a roll and enhance your opportunity. Right. Yeah. Uh, to, this is, this is yeah. a great opportunity yeah. is what it is. And and let's face it. Yeah. You don't want to go into a bye week on a loss. It's right, a right, Debbie yeah. Downer. Yeah. You know, the whole week long. And I mean, I know back in the day what Chuck would do. Right. We'd, we'd – no, you're staying all in town. We're going to practice all week long. That's right. Yeah. Chuck, would, we, Chuck didn't give us time no, off. No, he wouldn't. No, it wouldn't be. It would be just we, we even practiced on – we had practice on Friday in the bye weeks. Oh, I know. So we, we could only go away Saturday well, and Sunday. We couldn't go anywhere. We, we couldn't you go know. anywhere, yeah. It just – Yeah, it's – And he would beat you to death. Yeah, that's right. It was like a camp. <laughs> It was like we hated bye weeks when we played. <laughs> bye weeks were not fun. They were not fun. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it was like. You know, you know, though, the best bye week was Bernsey gave us in Minnesota, gave us the whole week off. Did he really? Yes, he did. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes, he did. Man. Yeah. That was like, I was like, I was shocked. Yeah. He gave you the whole week the whole off? Week, man. It Bernsey, was, what a great guy. It was. I came back, you know, came back to town. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. I, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. All right, we got to take a break, uh, and we'll be back in uh, second hour. We're going to hand out game balls. We're going to talk a little bit about the running game, and uh, uh, we're going to take your calls. By the way, it's 412-919-1316. That's so professionally done. Way to go. Well, thank you. I'm on a roll. Don't, don't stop me. <laughs> Don't stop me now. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back right after this. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Don't stop Wolf now because he's on a roll. Don't stop me now, baby. I'm rolling. Yeah. All right, welcome back to the locker room. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You know, um, you know, one of the things we were talking about yes. before we went to break, and we didn't uh, expand on it, 
is the way Benny Snell ran the ball mm. and the way um, James Conner ran the ball. Now, James Conner had 119 combined yards right. uh, receptions, and uh, you know he, he had 41 yards. Uh, rushing, but he had 78 yards receiving, and it was you know it was most it was checkdowns, flat routes, screens, flare passes. Yes, uh, and and he 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 was running with the mission. Then he had the 12 yard touchdown on the outside zone uh, to the left side. That was sweet. That was yeah. That was great. I was thought sweet. the great series was that seven play series where it was four runs, yeah, three catches by James Conner. Right, James Conner, all James Conner. Boom. He took that outside zone into the end zone. It yeah. was beautiful. Uh, and he would have had I, – I think he would have had better stats had he not – did did was it the quadricep? I thought he got a quad he, – he banged his quad. Uh, that, I don't that's think it right. was a quad strain. Yeah, right. But I don't know. I mean, you know, you, you have to, to wait until Is they, it a press conference today? No. no there's this, no press no, conference. No, so we won't know. But I think James got – to me, he took one short pass yeah. and, and ran straight up the field and almost got the first down, but he got catapulted head that, over that's heels. A, that when he and got it cut. The, yeah, yeah, and the guy just – it looked like the guy banged him in the thigh. Okay, okay. So that, but that's that, just my impression. Yeah, yeah. I don't know for sure. Well, you know, if it, if it's a quad bruise, it's a lot better. Oh, yeah. You don't want a quad, a quad strain. strain. Yeah, yeah. Quad strain is yeah, problematic. Yeah. Quad bruise, that's – Quad bruise, Especially yeah. in going to the Charlie bye horse, week. Yeah, right? it's, it's a Charlie, Charlie horse. horse. Yeah. Get yeah. a little DMS off. Yeah, yeah. Rub that baby on there. Yeah, and I said – You got garlic breath for a while, but, you know, so I don't think – so Today, your girlfriend or your wife's uh, okay. not going to be, uh, you know, coming up and kissing on you. So why the kids don't want to get near you because your breath stinks. I don't think today's player uses DMSO. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Now we used the DMSO uh, was this liquid that accelerated the healing of injuries. But it's a solvent. Uh, yeah, and it's a <laughs> they solvent. They used it on racehorses. And they used it on racehorses, and we got it because of the chief. The chief gave us, uh, gave Colby, uh, uh, John Colb, uh, it was called French DMSO with cortisone. Right, it had some cortisone and, in it. And, and, and it, it took out and, the inflammation. And it worked. It did. Yeah, but you stunk. Oh, stunk like crazy. Yeah. But people knew when you, you had that like garlicky breath. Yeah, you stunk say, like garlic. Back and, off. And, and you were sweating garlic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it just come yeah. out your pores yeah. and everything. Yeah, it, it was just like exude. Oh, it was El Stinko, Yeah, that's man. right. And and I remember when you, you you were using it and you were rooming with me and I had oh, yeah. to smell you all night. Well, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. But, you know, I was, what are you going to do? Yeah, and then you when I used use it. it yeah, 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 then it would be, yeah, it's not like you didn't reciprocate. Yeah, right. Okay, so um, the, Benny Snell had 75 yards, 4.4 average. We saw growth in him. Yeah, in that's right. One game. Yeah, one yeah. Game, yeah talk about that. Talk about One that. game growth. What I thought was really significant was, number one, his, his, his ball security. Yeah. The way he handled the ball was making sure yeah. whenever he got into traffic, he started to cover up with two. And I right. think he probably took a page out of the learning experiences of James Conner, right. who was also practicing a great deal of uh, security with the football. The other thing I, I, what I, I saw from Benny was a real desire. I mean – 
some of the little cuts that he made to yeah. be able to, you know, one step sideways this way or that and make that one cut and then plow into the hole yeah. and drag some people. You know, he's got tremendous leg strength. Right. You want his his strength is his ham hocks. He right. comes through there yeah. and he's just really got that ham hock thing going on, man. Yeah. So I thought we saw a real growth yeah. from Benny. Yeah, and uh and a little bit more of a jump cut. You know, the Steelers rushed for 124 yards. And that was the most yards rushing th- th- this, this year. year. This yep. year, uh, which, by the way, I was calling for. Yeah, I was calling for it. I'm saying, made the prediction. Of course, I did that a few weeks in a row. You right. figure sooner or later we got to hit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and and so so we, we, we're talking about that. Um, Benny Snell played with low center of gravity, and. Nice cutback. He's got a nice yeah. p- pile pushing yeah, ability. Yeah, nice, nice put, uh, cutback. Uh, and, uh, you know, but I think off the offense went through James this week, like Austin Eckler. Right, you know, the combined right. 119 yards, he had a, a running touchdown and a receiving touchdown. And both times he broke tackles. Uh, he broke, uh, I think it was Jalen Wat- Watkins, um, uh, or Jatavius Brown, I, I forget which which guy. It was a seven. I couldn't see the uh, uh, the number, the first number. It was either thirty seven or it was uh, uh, fifty seven. But it was uh, you know. But those two guys, uh, he, one of them missed the tackle. And uh, you know, getting back to getting into the thick of uh, things, the Baltimore is four and two. Baltimore has uh, is going to the Seahawks next. And then uh, the Bengal, the the Bengals, they, they got them at home against the Bengals, and then they've got the Texans at home, and then they're at L.A., and they've got the 49ers at home, and they're at the Bills, and uh, they got the Jets at home, and they're at the Browns, and then we play them the last game. So, yeah, you know, it, it's uh, it's not a sure thing. No. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's a sure thing. Yeah. Chaluch, one thing we've learned. Again, do I have to go over all the injuries? Yeah. Remember the injuries. You know, you, you don't think about all the injuries at the start of the year. Right. So when you say, is that a sure thing? You don't know. Because as you always talk about, the landscape changes Every monthly. Every four weeks, yeah. Well, you know what? I think it's starting to change weekly. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. It changes so much. Yeah. So any prognostication over, you know, that far down the road, what do you – I I don't know. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, the ball is not round, as you so well put. You yeah. know, I, don't, I can't say it in Turkish, but, you know, um, the point is. Top you deal. There you go. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. exactly the yeah. point I'm making. That's right. All right. <laughs> All right, let's go to the phones. It's 412-919-1316. Let's go to Dave in Florida. Uh, Dave, welcome to the locker room. Hey, guys. Good morning. How you guys doing? We're doing great, Dave. How are you Absolutely doing? Absolutely fabulous. It's a winning day, baby. Uh, uh, great. Feels good to have a win. I want to give a, a shout to Steel Nation for representing in in California. I heard it on the TV. Defense, defense. Yeah. Is great. <laughs> All the I want to ask you guys if you guys can reminisce for me. My first Steel game that I went to was back in 1983. 1983, you just dropped off. All right. The first Steeler game, 
Hey, Dave, you, you just you dropped call back, out. Brother, yeah. You just dropped out. You got to call back. 1983, was it the San Diego game? I bet it was the San Diego game where we beat them. Uh, was it playoff? No, it, no, it was it was it was it was early in the season because Jake and his wife Laura came here to visit, and we we uh, we we killed San Diego. We had That's a bet right. that we had a big game against right. then, and uh, and it was revenge for the '82 loss in the playoffs. That's right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. We were uh, we were doing that, and uh, uh, it, yeah. Okay, I mean, so now I got to look this so, thing up. So, refresh my, my so Dave, it it was. I don't know what the score was, but we we killed them, and uh, we just had a uh, had a great game. Stouter had a great game, and um, uh, I remember it. I remember it as to to quote Maurice Chevalier. Oh, I, oh, oh, yes, oh, I, I remember it well. Yes, because yeah. that was the game that I got in the fight with Bruce Laird after the interception, I think, or was yeah. it the playoffs? I, I don't know. Louis Kelcher. Yeah. All I remember was Louis Kelcher was so big. Big, yeah. He was ginormous, and he'd be ginormous today. Yeah. So now I'm trying to see. Okay, I'm drawing up the 1983 season. Yeah. And, yeah, okay. It was, early, it was early in the year because it was a nice day. I remember it was a nice day. Not gone at all. Yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, anyways. Uh, okay, yes, we beat the Chargers twenty-six to three. I think it was. Oh wow, you yes. you did find it. Yes, yes. Good for you. Yes. How about that? You know, I mean, sometimes it works. You know, it, the, you know the, the thing about it. I remember it. You have to look it up. Well, I do. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. That okay. All right, but uh, at least at least we got it. Yeah, we yeah. won twenty-six to three. Yeah, yeah. All right, it's it, it, you know it 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 was. I, I'm curious if Dave was uh, remembering that San Diego game uh, because uh, it was uh, uh, a great game. Yeah, I remember we uh, we had it. And anyways, um, so getting back to this, uh, what are we getting back to? Um, the 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 standings and how we can. Come come out of this, okay. yeah, yeah, right. and and uh, and and I I think that you know the way we have three home games, I like that, and well, I like first that one's up Miami, yeah, right? yeah. And Who's I, the next? Uh, and the second one was, uh, um, I think it was. Uh, let me get. Let me. Right, uh, so the second one. In, the second one's uh, the Indianapolis Colts. Okay, and they're three and two, and then uh, the Rams, who are three and three. Yeah. So. Okay. That's going to be interesting. You know, I mean, you get the Dolphins just, it sounds good. That sounds yeah. like you come back off right. of the bye. Yeah. You have an opportunity right there to nail down another one. You move to three and four. Hopefully, Mason's capable of jumping back in. Right. And get catching. I think he is. I think he I is. would think so. I think that's the whole purpose, again, of having uh, the Duck take over and being able to have a week there. So you got three weeks. So you go say let's just say you beat the Dolphins there, right? Yeah. So you're three and four, and then you got the Colts. Well, you got Jacoby Brissett playing pretty good. Yeah, but, he you is know, playing good. You might get take that next step, you know, and you get yourself to what four and four. Mm-hmm. So you're four and four. Now come the Rams. Rams haven't been quite the Rams. Right. Yeah. They're 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 not. The only thing that worries me is Aaron Donald. Yeah. Aaron Donald coming home. That guy is an amazing yeah, player. Yeah. He right. really is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Right, so w- w- if you get on a roll. Okay. And you win three games. Now all of a sudden you're five and four. 
And you're going, and after that, you're going to Cleveland on a Thursday night game. Oh, that's going to be a big yeah, one. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be good. All right, uh, uh, let's go to the phones. It's 412-919-1316. Uh, let's go to um, – uh, I'm sorry. Who do you got? I can't see it. Jacob, who is Larry. It? It's Larry. Oh, it's Larry. Larry in Massachusetts. I'm sorry. Uh, welcome to the locker room, Larry. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? How you, How you doing, doing, brother? I'm real good. I, you know, I've been around a while, and uh, they used to, way back when the newspapers were still being sold, the Pittsburgh Press would come out with uh, such a sports section with the Steelers. And uh, the thing I reminisce most about those days, and they weren't very good, but they would beat the heck out of you, their defense. And I think that's where the defense always, that thing about defense in Pittsburgh, you know, is they, they whoever they played would not do very well the next game. They would lose. And uh, so when I was sitting there watching that game the other day, I said, that reminds me of the old defenses that we used to have. Mm-hmm. It was really, yeah. you know, and yeah. And the other thing, and it's so exciting to watch that kind of football for me. And, and the other thing that I, I sitting there on my couch just having a great time, because it's a night game, and usually if they lose, I can't go to sleep. But uh, so I was just having fun, and I'm sitting there, and I said, "I got the thing I came out was team, team. The yep. whole thing I just kept saying team, and that's what that game reminded me of. And uh, Mike Palman is responsible for that. I would agree. Look, it was exciting to watch that defense set the tone in the very first series, and especially throughout the first yeah. quarter. Yeah, they got a little more tired, I thought, as the game wore on. Um, but certainly, you know, and, and Phil Rivers is a great competitor. There's no doubt. Yeah. But the way they oh, yeah. tackled, yeah. they were swarming. They were running to the ball. There's three, four guys getting in on a tackle. Bud Dupree smaculated Phil Rivers early in the game. I think it shook him a little bit. He is 37, yeah. 38 years old. I think that left a mark a little. Um, you know, the possibilities of, of what – that first quarter did to set up the rest of the game, I thought was uh, pretty big. And, and I think it took the pressure off of uh, no question. Devlin. Playing with yeah. a lead playing you know, with versus a lead playing is from all, behind. Yeah, wow. yeah. It's, always, it's always good. And I mean, it's, in, it's infectious when you watch. Uh, they all had a, the hand in the pile. They, you watch Watt, and then you got Cam Hayward and, and Steve Tewitt, and, and everybody was doing something. Even, my, even I shouldn't say it that way, Dupree. Uh, yeah, did a lot of different things in that game. It, it was brother. I'll tell you this, you know the first. The are you still there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. The very first, the first hit that Bud Dupree had on Phil Rivers. I'm telling you, in the second series, he came out and there was a TV timeout. And during the TV timeout, Rivers is talking to Bud. Bud's talking to Rivers. You know, kind of like from about ten yards. 12 yards apart and in rivers is kind of like moving his rib cage and stuff like where he got hit. Yeah. And, and I yeah. know, but bud smacked him one. And I will tell you another thing. TJ Watt was like that annoying horse fly that buzzes around your head all the time. If he wasn't sacking rivers, he hit rivers. He had four of the six quarterback hits. And if he wasn't hitting rivers, he was in his ear chirping or in his line of sight because that guy was all over Sam Tevy. Yeah. And uh, Derek well, Derek Watt was uh, telling him, "Don't hit my quarterback so hard." 
<laughs> That's his brother. Okay, yeah. Anyway, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on the bandwagon. I'm, I'm, on, I'm not going to give up hope this year. That a boy. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. Wolf jumped off the Devin Hodges, uh, Devlin Hodges bandwagon. Never. And, and hurt his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> Sprained my ankle. <laughs> All right. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Thanks for the Thank call. Thank you. All right. All right, let's take a break, and we'll be back with more of your calls. It's 412-919-1316. Give us your game balls uh, as we're going to dish them out. He's Wolf, I'm Tunch, and you're in the locker room. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. We're, we're back. He's Wolf. I'm Toucher in the locker room. Um, you know, one of the things, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, there was a lot of talk about it was the uh, game plan too conservative. Did the wide receivers get open? Uh, why was it just um, James and then everybody else, uh, uh, you know, had, uh, you know, James had uh, uh, seven catches and uh, Deontay Johnson had two and everybody else had one. Uh, but I think, you know, I think it was part a conservative game plan. Mm-hmm. But I agreed with it. Absolutely. You know, I'm, I mean, you, you know, you put uh, Duck in the position where he can make plays, and he did. What, what do we always say? Yeah. The coaches coach and the players play. Right, and the right. coaches put the players – Right. To win a game. So now, one of the things that drives me crazy when people start to go nuts about, well, you know, you didn't go down the field enough. Well, you don't want to go down the field too much because right now you got a young man making his first NFL start on Sunday night football in a critical part right. of the Steelers season. Yeah. And you don't want to overload him with too much. Right. You want to keep him within the friendly confines of what he can see, what he's comfortable with. What his progressions tell him. Yeah. And that's what I think it's all about. Yeah. The fact is the defense came along, handed him a lead, which automatically says at 14 nothing, let's play even more conservative and yeah. make sure we don't do anything stupid. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I remember we were beating uh, Cincinnati 14 to nothing on Monday Night Football, and we ran a double reverse, and it was a fumble. It was bad. And, and then all of a sudden – the walls broke down. Yeah, that, that's yeah. You know, so uh, you know. The point is to make sure when you got a young guy out there again right. making his first NFL start. Yeah. Two months ago, you didn't. Two months. What am I saying? A month before, he wasn't even coming out of the. Uh, didn't come out of camp. Yeah. Yet. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So, so, offensive game ball. Who's you? Who are you going to give it? The oh, number one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go James. Uh, Two touchdowns, 119 combined yards, uh, played very physical, uh, looked like a guy, a man on a mission. Uh, I'm going to give him uh, my first uh, game ball. All right, who's your second game ball? For Duck, I want to give it to him because he really played within the confines of what they described. Right. I saw the relief of Randy Keatner when we were walking (laughs) off the field. When we came up off of the field after that game, you know, I'm walking next to him. I patted him on the back. I go, Randy, way to go. 
you know, and I just the the immense amount of like, yeah, you know, heavy words, sigh. Yeah, because you think about it, he's dealing. He's got the Hall of Fame quarterback Ben Roethlisberger, right? Then what happens? Right, ben gets hurt. I got a young buck. Yeah, now I got to start to revamp this thing and reload and change everything that's been built up right over the last sixteen years. And now I got to coach a young guy, Mason, and then he gets hurt. And what do you got? I got even younger guy. Right. I got a less experienced guy. I got, what do I got? Yeah. You know I mean, you got to sit there and you're Randy Feetner. Right. That's a lot of pressure. And I could just see it coming off, rolling off his shoulders. Yeah. As we were walking up there. And good for Randy. Yeah. Yeah. Great job of putting, uh, you want to talk about a coach putting a guy yeah. in a position to win? He did that. All right. Number two game ball. All right. Offensive. Game ball. Offense. Offense. Um, let's see. Number two, offense. Uh, I'm going to give the offensive line the second game ball okay. uh, because they, they, you know, they gave uh, Duck a lot of time. Uh, they opened up the holes, and you know, they got after it, and, and it was, it was, it was a, a thing of beauty. Uh, 124 yards rushing, Absolutely. and uh, you know, no sack. They gave up no sacks. If they would have get 150, but 150 yards rushing and no sacks, then. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that would be excellent, right? All right, then my second one, well, because you said offensive. I don't know where these offenses got. Yeah, I'm, I'm offensive game balls, right? Three game. Is that offense or defense? That's special teams, but that's okay. okay. Yeah. All right, so I can throw them in anywhere. I'm going to go Jordan Berry. As you know, normally I would not go kicker. Yeah, right? Unless it's punter. Walk off. Yeah, punter, kicker. It's the same thing. No, they punters don't like to be called kickers. Kickers. They're punters. Ask Jordan. What do they do when their foot hits the ball? Yeah, Cole, that's, that's a right? punt. I don't care. That's a kid. I don't care. You, know you kick it off the ground, you punt it, drop it, dog. They should be like little kids. Yeah. Like seen but not hurt. Yeah, you know. All right, so uh, all right but it's a punter. I'll, I'll talk to Mate. We'll yeah, talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so the point is, we got this guy, Jordan Berry, goes out there for punts, okay, or kicks, however you want to call it. I will punts. Nah, just, just you, okay? You, you so shish. But you know what? Net 44.5. That was tremendous. Right. He had two inside the 20-yard line. Yeah. A long of 59 yards. He yeah. flipped the field. And that one he nailed on the one-yard line. All but sealed the win. So I'm going, mate. You're a kicker in my book. You're no. a butter and punches book. No. Whatever. They don't like to be called kickers. They don't care. He, they'd like to be called punters. All right, let's go to the phones. It's 412-919-1316. Let's go to Juan in Charleston. Juan, welcome to the locker room. Hey, good morning, my brothers. Good morning, good morning bro- brother. brother. What's up? How y'all doing? Great. Absolutely. Okay, I just want to say shout out to Steeler Nation because when I was watching the game on my TV screen, it was showing all the terrible towels. I only saw three jer- um, Chargers jerseys. In a whole stadium. You, you know, you saw it right. There weren't too many of those Chargers jerseys out there. There was a tremendous amount of Steelers' terrible talent. They were all over the place. Yeah. And all, uh, for game balls, let's see. Got to get one to the to the doctor and James on offense and on defense. I'm going with Cam Sutton and Artie Burns. Right. What you guys think about nice. that? Yeah. Nice. Good pick. Yeah, uh, Artie, two uh, uh, 
passes defended and one pick or uh, uh, Cam two passes defended one pick and Artie has uh, Artie's back. Uh, you know, Artie is back in the fold, back in the saddle. Uh, played well on uh, on on Sunday night, and uh, and has sh- uh, and it you know he's no longer his confidence is back, and that's so important. And I and I'm I'm happy for Artie. Yeah, me too. And also with the uh, Stephon two with the injury, I just want to let Steeler Nation know. You know, I'm a big Alabama fan, guys. I want to tell Steeler Nation to go look at all the Alabama kids from the last two seasons and look at Isaiah Bugs. We got to steal this guy there, Alabama sacks for the last two seasons. If it wasn't for the um, like the Ron Payne and Quentin Wilson, them guys, he would be the number one pick. So go look at those picks. Okay. All right. Well, you're gonna have an opportunity uh, to contribute. Yeah. Well, Tyson, you know, t- I don't think uh, uh, he's gonna play a lot. I think it's gonna be Tyson and uh, uh, with Danny McCull- Daniel McCullers. Right, but yeah. The thing is now, I, I saw bring, we bring back um, LT Walton too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Where, where's LT? Where, where's LT? Uh, who did he sign with? No, they resigned. Steelers resigned them this morning. I saw it on my phone. Wow. That's cool. Thanks for the information, Juan. Boy, yeah. We need that one. Thanks, brother. All righty. Thank you, my brother. All yeah. right, man. How about that? Yeah. Is that all right? If I'm looking around. Are we checking it out? Yeah, I, I was just looking uh, um, at uh, on the website. I didn't realize that. All right, it's 412-919-1316. Let's go to the Ultimate Steeler in Castle Shannon. Ultimate Steeler, welcome to the locker room. Hey, guys, how you doing? Good, buddy. Doing well. Good. Uh, I haven't been able to call much this season, but I enjoyed seeing you guys at the uh, practice I had at at the stadium. Uh, Tunch, I think I was telling you about when Myron made me a coconut. <laughs> um, that was that was a great time. So, yeah. uh, but anyhow, I got a game ball for a young guy who uh, really hasn't done a lot, but I thought uh, made the key play of the game, and that's Johnny Holton who donned that punt. I was going to give you Jordan Berry, but uh, you know, also, but uh, you already got him. So I'd like to uh, give a game ball Holton because that was a key play. Right. Yeah, that was a great job by Johnny, too. Uh, uh, and by the way, I just uh, uh, looked up uh, on the Steeler website uh, when they put Stefan to it down. Uh, uh, they signed LT Walton. Uh, he played in, in four games in 2008 against Kansas City, Carolina. Uh, Walton, you know, I don't know what ha- what happened to him. Oh, he was signed with the Bills in June but was released prior to the start of the 2019 season. So, uh, uh, so he knows the defense, so he, sh- he should be able to walk in and right. pick up. Absolutely. Right. Um, All right, so that, you, Johnny Holton's your guy, huh? Yeah, I, I, I thought that was the key play of the game, so I wanted hey, to give him one. Just because I picked Jordan, you can jump in with me because great minds think alike, brother. Yeah, but Jordan's a punter. <laughs> Jordan, he's a kicker. Yeah. He's a punter. He's a kicker. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, ultim- ultimate, ultimate stealer. Is he a kicker or a punter? He's a punter. 
Yeah, thank you very much. You're off the Christmas. Have a great day, guys. All right, thanks, buddy. Uh, 412-919-1316. Let's go to Nick in San Diego. Nick, welcome to the locker room, brother. Thank you so much, guys. I'm, I'm pretty excited about the win. You know, being out here in San Diego, I was up at the game. And I think I got to give the game ball to uh, Steeler Nation for for showing up and oh, making it high yeah. field west. Yeah, that's a good that's a no. good game ball. Way to go! Not, yeah, that's the obvious yeah. one. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, Nick, what was it like being there, and it being a home crowd feel? What was that like uh, as a fan? You know what? I went to the Monday night game when Bell ran it in. Right. Um, back in Qualcomm. And yeah. It was the same exact way. And uh. I've been to a couple games over there in Hines. Um, all my family's from Pittsburgh, even though I'm out here on the West Coast. So I've always been a Steeler fan. And, uh, you know, it, it felt like I was back at Hines Field. You saw they played Renegade there at the third quarter, and then they changed it to Rickroll. Yes, but um, exactly. it, it, it was uh, – yeah, it was it was a, it was a great experience. You know what's funny? I don't and, think the crowd got it that they were being rolled. They just kept rocking yeah. the renegade. Yeah, that's that's right. They had no idea. We didn't have an idea, but we still got pumped up. And uh, I don't know if you saw, but the Charger fans were still, or the Charger players were still a little little miffed that they even you know even yeah. start the song. But um, it was a great time. And it was a great yeah. Time. Yeah. That, all right. Thanks, brother. Thanks, Nick. All right, fellas. All right. Appreciate Thank you. It. All right, uh, it's like it. yeah, ball to yeah, yeah, well yeah. That's a, that's a, that's that's good. Uh, you know, uh, defensively, I'm gonna give my first game ball to Devin Bush. A pick, a fumble recovery, a touchdown, uh, and l- led the team with seven tackles. Uh, you know, right? You know, yeah. Uh, he got a nice. Uh, Hand up from Tyson Alu-Alu. Yeah. Deflected yeah, that's right. A little pop fly. But again, I go back to that first touchdown, that throw behind. Yeah. Several veterans standing around. Vinny, Vinny, Vinny didn't know it was Absolutely. a fumble. There were some other guys there, too, which I, you know, at the moment, I, I, it doesn't matter who. But you got, you got Devin Bush jumped on that ball and went for it. Yeah. I mean, that's savvy beyond your years. And, and. And that's a desire to score a touchdown. Yeah, well, true. Very true. But the point is, I, I, I would agree. He's a guy that uh, well-deserved gets himself a game ball. I thought my game ball, that defensively speaking, that I wanted to put out there, I wanted to give one to what I uh, T.J. Watt. Man, he had half a sack, um, but he had four of the six hits. He was constantly in, around, and in the line of sight of uh, Phil Rivers. Watching him work Sam Tevy, he got the outside edge. He started to cross up and get the swim to the inside with a power rush there. He got the trapping of the hands, power uh, rush going on. He threw a couple spins in there. He, he spun a lot. Yeah. He, he spun a lot. But he, he didn't do it all the time. He did it with right. a nice intermittent yeah. where he's doing all these things. We saw a complete rush game out of T.J. Watt such as I've not seen thus far. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think his growth, watching him from the hand trap to the knocking down to the spin moves and all the other stuff that he was doing, very sophisticated, repo stuff. Sophisticated. Very sophisticated. Hey, sophisticated. It it's brute strength. No, it's not. It's brute, brute finesse, and it's finesse. Brute finesse. 
That's, a, that's a oxymoron. You're an oxymoron. No, uh, um, brute, finesse. brute finesse is strength and finesse. All right, we're going to take a break. <laughs> we're going to take a break, and we'll be back to close out the show. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. Well, you know, he 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 does have the Don't pull. Try to explain it. But the worse, but the more you try to explain it, the worse it gets. But I, but I want to say. He does have the full repertoire of moves. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, you know, I haven't seen the, I haven't seen an effective spin move by him since till Sunday night. All right, we're gonna take a break and we'll be back with more stuff. Uh, he's Wolf and he is a brute finesse, and uh, you're in the locker room. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. We're back. Handing out game balls. 412-919-1316. Let's go to Chris in Florida. Uh, Chris, welcome to the locker room, brother. Thank you, Tunch. I just want to tell you and Wolf, it's a pleasure to turn the TV down and listen to the radio and listen to you and Bill and Wolf and Missy. It's a pleasure. I can't stand to to listen to Chris Collinsworth, <laughs> and Al Michaels. They're they're a bunch of bozos. Okay. I love Pittsburgh football. I love you guys. Hats off to you guys. My game ball goes out to the offensive line. What a tremendous line. Uh, hats off to them the last two games. Phenomenal. Uh, just can't say enough about the offensive line for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, thanks for the encouraging words, Chris, and thanks for the game ball for the offensive line. We, uh, we're we're, we're going to agree with you because we love the O-line. Absolutely, and i got to tell you, uh, that's most humbling, brother. Yeah, thank you so much. Well, love you guys, and hats off to the Steelers, and go Steelers the rest of the season. I appreciate listening to you guys. All right, Chris. Professionals, I love you guys. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Where in Florida are you at, Chris? I'm in Hobie Sound. You guys call it Hobie Sound. I'm in Hobe Sound, which is a little. uh, It's next to Stewart, Florida, Jupiter Island area. Oh, Jupiter Island. Oh, Jupiter Island. All right. Uh, Cool, but uh, you know, I bet you it's nice down there. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. It, it it is. I'm originally from Gibsonia. I grew up in Gibsonia, um, Route Eight Nine Ten. I'm originally <laughs> a, a, a Yinzer, so uh, all right. It, it is. It, it's a pleasure to, to be down here, but it's a pleasure to listen to you guys on the radio oh. and, and listen to every game. And talk. it's it's a little time delay. It's like ten seconds. It depends on what what uh, station carries. Right, dealer football game. It's on a little time delay, but it, you can listen to it and and understand it. Which it, the people that are calling it on TV, it's, it's a joke. Right. So, you got to remember, so we speak Yenzer. Yeah, yeah. Thanks <laughs> yeah, for exactly. Yeah, thanks it's for all good. Yeah, thanks, thanks for the call, brother. Chris. Appreciate you. All right, love you guys. Oh, I love you Take too. Care. All right, four one two nine one nine one three one six. Let's go to Mike in Jacksonville. Mike, welcome to the locker room, brother. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, man. Hey, uh, quick question for you. Sorry, Wolf. 
But since Fred Johnson is no longer on the team, <laughs> how does this affect your uh, your your phenomenal or your your, your uh, camp phenom? Yeah. Well, I'm going to still give it to Wolf. You have to. Yeah, uh, because uh, he was on um, the active roster, although he never got a helmet. But you got to don't yeah. be better. Yeah, don't and be then, a hater now. And then they put him down on uh, practice squad, and that's why Cincinnati stole him. Well, they put him through waivers. They yeah. told him they'd bring him back after yeah. they probably would right. have, and probably had not Cincinnati snatched him up on account. He's pretty decent as far as being a, you know, being a project here. Um, they probably would step to it being hurt. Yeah, they might have brought him back. And you know what? Uh, uh, he he's probably better than. <laughs> A lot of their O linemen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I have to give a game ball, I'm going to give one to uh, to the same player from last week for showing character, and that's Mike Hilton. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what go what, what was said between him and Philip Rivers, but Mike Hilton for not reacting to what Phil Rivers was doing to him. Uh, that that takes that takes some character. Yeah, Mike Hilton was laughing. <laughs> I think Mike uh, went over to wave goodbye to the bench yeah. of San Diego or San Diego, the L.A. Chargers. Yeah, and uh, I guess Phil took a little offense. But you know what? Also, kudos to Phil. Phil said I, I was a little fired up. Yeah. You know, and it, it didn't turn into anything huge. Yeah, but he he grabbed them by the collar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And your last call, your last caller, he was calling from Jupiter, Florida. Yeah. yeah. Well, around Jupiter, Hobie Sound or something Hobie like that? Sound. Yeah, Hobie Sound. I'm pretty sure Robert Kraft knows about that. You guys have a great day. All right, thanks. <laughs> All right, uh, 412-919-1316. Uh, as, uh, uh, you know, we're finishing out the uh, final quarter of uh, of the locker room. Yes. Um, you know what? I, I, I Artie Burns, I, you know, I want to talk, I want to give a – uh, shout out to Artie Burns. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, he just played well. Uh, he did indeed. You know, he had six tackles. Right. Um, I, I like I, I liked the fact that uh, he had the opportunity to come back and contribute and right. what a difference he made. Yeah. I mean, Keenan Allen and the other receivers, uh, I don't know, you know, all the coverage stuff that was going on. But I know one thing that Artie, Artie performed very well, and they he got a game ball after the game in the locker yeah. room. Artie and uh, uh, Duck. Yes, yeah, and I thought that was bus. significant yeah. because Artie, for a young man to come back and, and start to blossom a little, I don't want to say blossom, that's the wrong term, but to come back and be able to contribute such as he did, um, that's another positive step moving forward, which, um, you know, who knows? Yeah. You don't uh, know where this can end up So uh, I, I think um, with Mason Rudolph being cleared to play, uh, he was cleared before the game, but uh, because uh, Devlin uh, took all the reps. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, you got to do that. Um, it's, a but, smart, it's a smart play yeah, to make. Uh, and and I, I go back to But the I'm thing. excited to see Mason back. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, because, you know, Mason's got – you know, a strong arm, and he makes good decisions. And I'm, I, I want to see the development of uh, of Mason. Uh, you know, because I, you know, he's he's a good player. You know, and he's no doubt about he's it. He's the prototypical 
NFL quarterback. He's 6'5", what, 230, uh, and he stands tall in the pocket, and he's got great fit, footwork, and uh, so I, I'm a big fan. Well, hopefully it'll start to get more, uh, you know, the throws going down the field and open things up. But right. at the same time, uh, again, the huge thing that Duck did in stepping in in such a highly pressurized yeah. situation. right. Um, I can't say enough good things about the young man. Kudos to him. Uh, I think it was so significant for that offensive line to be able to come off the ball right. and open up some running lanes, get Zooks, and take the pressure off so that you don't – they converted eight of 13 third downs. Yeah. I mean, we have not converted in five games. Three was the, the most, and I think it has been three every time. But mm-hmm. I, think about it. Only three of nine, three of 12, that means – uh, when you go 8 of 13, you you win the time of possession. All right, uh, let's go to Slaughter in New Orleans. Uh, Slaughter, welcome to the locker room. Hey, how y'all doing now? Good, Good. buddy. The question, the question I want to ask, in the first half, they was alternating running and passing. They were doing real good. So why do you stop doing it in the fourth quarter and the third quarter? I know they were trying to run out of time. But they were doing so good. Yeah, you know what? I would have done the same thing, uh, Slaughter. You know, I just start pounding the ball, run the ball out, run the clock out. You know, absolutely. You, you've got a young quarterback, and uh, you, you know you've got a secondary that is decent, and uh, you don't want to you don't want to make that mistake of uh, of throwing it to, in. Uh, to throw a pick, and he already did throw a pick uh, uh, in the game. And allowed him to close to 24-10. And, you know, things are tightening up like that, and you look at it, and it's not about sitting there and saying, okay, um, we're going to keep coming after him and maybe a quick strike gets you because Phil Rivers is capable of quick striking you. The thing about it is you make them go the length of the field, you make them take a long time if they're going to be able to sustain anything, and then uh, you come back and you run more time off the clock because you realize at 24-7, well, I'm sorry, it was 24-3, and then 24-10. And then 24-17. Right, 17. You know, you got some some room to play with. So I give it to them, and that's, yeah. that's part of the strategery. Yeah, I understand it, though. And the last question is, I'm looking out for my friends, Ben Roethlisberger and Tuin, since they're on the IR, and we win the Super Bowl. Do they get a ring? Yeah, they oh, yeah. they still get a ring. Yeah, because yeah. they they started out okay. on the team. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. All, right. All right, Slaughter. All thanks right. for the call, brother. Appreciate it, man. All right. Have All a great day. All right. Uh, so uh, uh, the Steelers are going into the bye week. Yes. And uh, it's big relief. Big relief. Uh, got you a know, lot of guys that got to heal up, Chalooch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, think about it. Joe Hayden. Uh, 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 T.J. Watt, Joe TJ, Hayden, yeah. Stefan Tuit is done. Right. Uh, James Conner's got the quad. Devin Bush has got uh, Devin Bush has got the ankle. Mark Barron's got the hammy. Jalen right. Samuels has got the knee. Rosie Nix has got a knee. James Washington's got a shoulder. Uh, and Mason Rudolph. There you go. Yeah, he's got his noggin. Yeah, <laughs> but his noggin's cleared. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and uh, so uh, so. Uh, thank you, Jacob. Great job, brother. Uh, r- running the board and uh, just thank- like the duck, he was solo today, baby. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, that's right. Just like the duck. 
and uh, we didn't make it too hard for him. I don't think. Yeah, uh, you so, did. You were. Uh, you were yeah, so you were long, everybody. God, God bless. Coming up next is Stan Saverin, the Godfather himself. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and you have been in the locker room. So long, everybody, and God bless.